This episode of Good Times Great Movies is sponsored by beer. Whether it's PBR, Heineken, or Budweiser, listeners of Good Times Great Movies enjoy the cool, refreshing taste of beer. Jamie, yep. let's go watch Blue Velvet. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We are an 80s movie podcast, which means that every two weeks we watch a movie from the 80s and then we talk about that movie. My name is Doug McCambridge. I'm one of your two hosts with me, as always, is Jamie Lorello, appearing to be hooked up to some sort of oxygen mask. Or, <laughs> I guess not hooked up to it. I mean, no, I just keep taking hits off of it. Right. I put it up to my face and I inhale and then I become like ragingly violent after. Right. Yes. Like yeah. you're in a car and suddenly you forget that there's a bunch of other people in that car. <laughs> what is that that he's sniffing? What is? Don't know. It's Don't pretty know. heavy it's stuff. Explained. It's pretty heavy stuff. It must be. Yeah. I like how he just has his own little personal tank. Yeah. He just must wear it around, and it must not weigh a whole lot either. <laughs> oh, it's pretty inconspicuous. The mask <laughs> is really the, the biggest part of the whole thing, and because and, we don't ever really see it. T- I don't know where the mask is, what it's hooked don't up know. to. Unless the mask itself is, like, laced with something, and, like, a like a... Um, like all he has to do is put the the mask on to get any of the fumes. No, because you you hear him turning knobs on a tank. Like you hear the knob going, and then whatever's in there, you can hear that like being. I don't know. I'm not released. familiar with that that in that hardcore kind of drugs. What what would it be? Take a guess. What is it hardcore? I, like, I mean, I mean you're I, I assume well, it's it your face and then sucking it out of a tank. It's not like smoking a joint or like. No, I, I know, but it seems counterproductive. He has an entire tank that he has to walk around with, yeah. like. He seems to, as you said, produce this from nowhere. Yeah. We never just see his jacket open like while he's walking no. and just see like a tank no. and a mask. It's just there when he needs and it. And when he does it in the car, where is it? They're all squished in that car when he takes the neighbor <laughs> for a ride. There's so many people in that car. I love it. It's like they're sitting on each other's laps. They they seem like a really crazy gang, but they also <laughs> seem to be having a good time all the time. I don't know what that, I guess, depending on your definition of a good time. I mean, like, what's that house they go to? I <laughs> don't, that is my favorite part of this movie, where they, like, walk into a John Waters movie yes! for a couple minutes. Yes. Like, who are these older ladies that are just Just hanging, hanging out, out by the one bedroom door. I guess they're, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And I did want to... Look it up because I want to know how many times Dennis Hopper says the word fuck in this movie because it has to be like a million. It's a, it's a lot of fucks um, and they're very aggressive fucks. They're not <laughs> like a fuck or, you know. I like it when he's like, let's toast to fucking. fucking. And then he goes like, say, here's to your fuck. <laughs> what? That, that doesn't even make any sense. But yeah, let's do it because this is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. 
I like his little gaggle of goonies, I guess. That's what they yeah. are, right? Yeah. I couldn't say uh, I like them. Some of, yeah, none of them really have a personality. <laughs> well, there's the one he that repeats his name, name constantly. The one that, and he says, uh, hi, I'm Paul. Right. Hi, I'm Paul. Yes. That guy is probably the most terrifying yeah. one yeah. of the group. <laughs> if that's all you're doing is constantly introducing yourself and then laughing about and it. And the other guy plays a goon in, in another movie. I can't think of the movie. Um, are you the talking about... The skinnier um, dude. With the long yeah, hair. With the skinnier dude. Yeah. Why can't I think of his name? He does the voice of Chucky in those Chucky oh, movies. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Brad, Brad Dourif. Okay. Brad Dourif. I don't know how to say his last Dourif. name. And even, yeah, you're talking about the guy <laughs> who has the receding hairline with the very yes, long hair. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy who is just making out with that other woman on the couch. <laughs> no, no, leave. that's the other guy. And Frank's yeah. like... He's like, you like him? You want to come with us? Come on, let's go. Let's all pile <laughs> in this car. Well. She's the lady that dances later, isn't she? The lady <laughs> that's just like dancing on the rooftop when Kyle McLaughlin's getting his ass kicked. Oh, oh, this movie. I love it. Oh, this blue velvet. I probably sing maybe a little better than Isabella Rossellini. Um, I gotta say. <laughs> She sounds a lot better now. I, <laughs> I didn't think. I didn't think her singing was great. I didn't get to warm and, up, and I'm not wearing oh, blue velvet. Was that yeah. it? <laughs> I didn't do a vocal warm up. I needed lemon tea to help with that. Maybe, maybe if I sing again midway through the podcast, and it'll is that sound the better. Only song she sings. Is that the only song she sings at this club? I love when they go there. Why do they go there when they're going to break into her place? I'm like, wait. Once you see that she's there, shouldn't you be breaking into her place at this no, time? No, she's a she's an enigma. They watch her whole. Yeah, they want to know. Watch her whole act, and then they're like, "Oh, we better get. Yeah, we better hurry up." Well, he's obviously drawn to her, right? So he can't help it. Well, of course, yes. Yeah. As you said before, we started recording. She needs to get away from these men in her yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, she needs to shoo away. She needs to quit her men. That's what she needs. So if you didn't know oh, uh, yeah. by, I guess, the show title or any of this. If, yeah, these were some if context never, clues here. We were yeah. laying down pretty thick. but Yeah, um, if you've never seen Blue Velvet, you might want to run out and see it before you listen to it. Well, you this. have to be in the right mood. I want, to, I want to warn you. But you should know that going into Blue Velvet. Oh, you have to be in the right mood? Are you saying you shouldn't watch it with coffee at 9 a.m. like I did? <laughs> this is a nighttime view. You kids need to around? watch this Jesus. at night. No, no, no. I'm, no, uh, the semester ended. Oh, so that's I, right. Yeah. You lucky college professors, you. And you were like, pancakes and blue velvet. Oh, pancakes, coffee, blue velvet. I'm set. No, yeah. It's very bright in this room. <laughs> This movie's super dark. I can't make out most of what's happening, but all right, I'll figure now, it out. Now, am I wrong in saying this is this was like this is a liked movie by you? Didn't you enjoy? Don't you love Lynch? Enjoy David Lynch, and don't you really enjoy this movie? I like this movie. Okay, I don't love it the way I do with something like Lost Highway okay. or okay. Mulholland Drive. Okay, okay, yeah. This is where I hate Dune. I hate Dune. Okay. It's awful. And then I would say that Eraserhead is good in that art school type of movie. I'll take it. And then this begins 
his really good work. Uh, I, I gotcha. But this is probably the lowest tier, in my opinion, All right. of his work. Okay. I think everything after this, it's an amazing run from this movie until, you know, I don't know. He hasn't put out a movie in know, 10 15 years but there's an amazing run of like seven movies where i think they're all fantastic and i think it starts with this one but this one being the weaker okay yeah because it's not as (laughs) this is gonna sound strange it's not as weird as i like (laughs) well we're about to go through it and yeah okay you're you're no but i see it's it's very it's a little more straightforward than this the films of his that i really Enjoy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. That was right. that was a good thoughtful explanation. I, and, and you know what? And I would say to our uh, audience, you know, happy belated Mother's Day. You came yeah. this after Mother's Day, and what a Mother's Day film, really. <laughs> really. With all of the. It's how to love your mother. In in a very um, yeah, in a very different way. Way. I mean, we don't. We don't really dissect our movies, so I don't think we need to really get into it. Oh, we it. could, is, though. There's so many. Is this like a weird, like, is this a Freudian kind of Oedipal, like, you want to have sex with your mom type thing? Like, is that what's happening here? Is it, like, id and ego and super ego? I, guess, I don't know. I guess there's is, elements of that in there. Is any of this real? Is any of this really happening to... Oh, like, is it all just... Yeah, was yeah. I wondered that at one point too. Wait, are you going down the same thought too? Like, I wondered if we're meant to think that the whole thing that his brain got attached to this solving this case was not really a thing, right? Is that what you're saying? And I feel like I'm kind of retconning that because of movies like Lost Highway, where a big chunk of that probably isn't happening, and and you find out in Mulholland Drive that. Most of what you saw in the first half wasn't real. But in this, it's so not I'm as clear cut as if real right, or not. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And because there's also other, um, I guess I'll say, statements that it's making. And I think it's really like at the very end when you just see his dad, and his dad's like, I'm fine now. Hey, how you doing, son? Everything's great. And then they see a robot bird. And I'm like, what the hell yeah, is this? Yeah, those robot birds, huh? Trippy, the robins. Yeah, but then they have that whole discussion. Two hours, two hours. You got to know when you're going into this that I don't know. I guess watching it with coffee might be good. Maybe that's why you're you're coming to these different like realizations with it. Right, maybe. right. Because I was with it. You were, yeah, but you, I, I, I'd never seen it. I have to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had never seen it, and wow. um, I felt. Had you at least heard of? The performance, like the the Frank Booth character, who I think is sort of an infamous. Yeah, I've character. heard about D- Dennis. Uh, I was going to call Hopper. him Rodman, and he's not. <laughs> but that would have been a an very, interesting choice. A very yeah. different movie. Yeah. I don't. You know, I'm sorry. He might be able to do it. He might be able he to do it. Crazy. No, I've... with him, you'd be like, oh, I can see where he's driving yeah. the. Uh, the oxygen tank and the drugs. He's a he's a big man. He's a like huge he's man. Yeah. Very tall. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Where who that knows is. what where what is under where inside? I knew about it, and I think that I was always like faked. You know, when you have those things that you feel like you're not cool for not seeing. So when people bring it up, you're just like, oh yeah, blue velvet, yeah. <laughs> 
crazy. I think that is how I always played this movie. And then I, when I sat down to watch it, I was thinking of Lost Highway, which I watched with you actually because you enjoyed. And I thought this isn't that. This is not that. (laughs) You're sitting there going, "Where's Bill Pullman showing up?" We're like an hour twenty into this thing. (laughs) Balthazar Getty, where are you? No, but we do. The performances in here are. They're wow. I mean, yeah. Laura Dern's such an ugly crier. I love her. Oh my She's God. Fantastic. She looks like a sad clown. Like, it looks like she has the sad clown makeup on her face. She makes this crazy face, and it works for her now, and I see, but it, they were also very young in this, too. Dennis Hopper still looks, but he's a young Dennis Hopper, but he still looks he's like an older like, guy. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, I, right. Laura Dern is supposed to play a high schooler. I don't buy it. She doesn't look like she's in high school. Um, and uh, Kyle uh, McLaughlin, McLaughlin is what I was going to say, but whatever. Um, he is a college, right? He's home from college. To yeah, I think at one point they do say he's a college sophomore. Okay, so he's probably what twenty, and I think she's a high senior. school senior, so she's probably eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, she looks older. Yeah, she looks older. His- I think I love Kyle MacLachlan because of the David Lynch connection. Sure. But I've never been impressed with his acting. What about his tush? Whoa. Wow. (laughs) Yep. I think we see some side dick too. I'm not sure, but when he's like running, like Uh, running with his clothes to go to the closet. Yeah. I I do like, I mean, other than, I'm not going to say Laura Dern's performance wasn't good or I guess brave, but I would say that. You know, to I know the professionals, but man, to be like, oh, in this scene, I'm just naked standing in front of a house uh, in front of, I guess, the football team with lacerations all over my body. And I'm just going to wander down the steps. That is an amazing thing to do, to commit to on camera. How about that horrible hairdo they had her? Wear for that is awful. <laughs> I was so glad it was a wig. Me too. And and I have seen I... this movie a couple of times, but it's been a long time. And when she took that wig off, I was like, "Thank God!" <laughs> and then she's in it again. Like, why are you I doing? Know. I'm this? like, please, it's not that permed hair. That is awful. It's not a good look, look for her. It's not. She's a beautiful woman too, but the hair yeah, is right, just exactly. awful. That hair is terrible. And you take that hair and the aggressive eye makeup. It's like, wow. It is. Yeah. They do get a little very blue with the shadows. Very blue with the shadows, which makes sense. We are in blue velvet. There's not enough blue velvet in this. It's just basically a robe. Well, in the beginning, the whole opening sequence is this, like, you are blue velvet. You're in it, right? Literally. It's just like a screen of blue velvet for the opening credits. Wrapped up in it. You're shoving it in your mouth. I was like, I was shoving it in your mouth. (laughs) How disturbing is that? And then when the other guy dead in the end, and when he goes to put it in Kyle MacLachlan's mouth, I was like, what is going to happen here? I'm getting uncomfortable. I love it. One of my favorite things about this is when he puts on the lipstick and he he doesn't just kiss him once. He gives him multiple kisses (laughs) all over his face. (laughs) And then he like uses the blue velvet to like wipe it off. Yeah. Oh. Take us through. Take us through this. Well, there's a lot that happens. So I'm going to try to hit the points. And there's a lot visually that happens, too, which makes this movie 
even though it many to many times it's very disturbing there's such trippy visuals in it which is david lynch obviously doing his thing but um it's really it's it's quite a ride and then just some random things that happen like like okay in our opening all right so his dad there's a man mowing a lawn and or watering a lawn watering yeah and uh he has a heart watering because the dog that's what i was gonna say when he (laughs) drops the hose so he waters the lawn and he has some kind of heart attack and he falls back right and then he the hose is angled in a way where it looks like his penis (laughs) taking a pee and the dog comes up and is like licking at it and that dog is stomping on his crotch. Did you see a dog just bouncing on the guy's crotch while drinking the water? You know how sometimes you watch a movie and you're like, what is that? What was that like to be filmed? I wonder. What was that? How many times, how many takes did it take for that dog to be that in love with the hose and the stream? But maybe the dog was a I don't know. It's one of those dogs on Frasier. I think it you is. can teach them to do anything. Yeah, they are. What are, the, what are those? What are those called? Frasier Jack dogs. Russell's. They're crazy, though, but they will. Yeah, right. Yeah. Clearly. I guess they're just made for acting. Yeah. They're screen dogs. Um, <laughs> anyway, this man that has this this heart attack on this lawn. Something. Yeah. I don't know. He's like grabbing his neck. Yeah. I don't know. He's He's in the full like traction. Yeah, he has like, like a halo he's in over head his head. Gear. Yeah. I, I, who, does anybody ever say what happened to this guy? No, but he's. it looks like maybe he hurt his neck somehow, like injured I his... I didn't know if it was a heart attack or a stroke or... I don't know. He Cobble sustains... parents are very old. Yeah. Do we even... So wait, the two... Okay. P.S. The town is Lumberton, right? Of course Lumberton it is. Lumberton is yeah. the town. Does he live with his mother and aunt or is it both two aunts that he lives with? No, no, no. The one woman his is his mother. mother. Okay. The other... The older of the two, uh, she's in all sorts of, you know, yeah. she's, is she the woman, is she the woman that played Billy Madison's grandmother? Oh, she, no, I don't think so. I don't know. I get, I, I get so. those two old ladies Yeah, they have confused. similar looks. I don't think yes. it is. But she's been in a lot of Lynch stuff. Yeah. She was in Twin Peaks. She was in Firewalk with me. But anyway, yes, I, I don't know if she lives with them or if it's like a, oh, your husband's in the hospital. So Maybe I'll be you staying with you. Someone okay. around. Okay. You know. So after he leaves his father in the hospital, which is a weird interaction too, right? With the father and the halo and trying to talk to him through the trach in his throat. And you're just like, what the heck? Then he takes a walk. Back. Can we say that he has to walk through like a meadow to get yeah. to his hospital? Yeah. <laughs> This Lumberton town is understand. odd. It's an we odd town. We see that he can drive. We see that he has a cool Very car. Very cool car. But he has to walk through the woods and a field to get to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And possibly to get to the police station. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And it's a quiet walk. It's a somber walk. And he sees... What is he? Oh, he's throwing rocks. Yeah. And when he reaches the ground to look for, I guess, the right rock to throw, he finds an ear. Yeah, there are times in this movie where it almost feels like the direction is, all right, so Kyle McLaughlin, you're a kid. I don't know. What do kids do? Do they just, like, throw rocks? Do they do weird right. chicken walks? What do kids do? Oh, yeah, I don't the know. chicken walk thing. <laughs> and then for the rest of this movie, it's like, Kinda no, sweet. you're an adult. Let's get into this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah it, it's, a, it's, a, it's an abrupt turn in his character. Well, he has to take that turn. I feel like maybe that happens when he meets, uh, I don't know Isabella Rossellini's name in the movie. Dorothy? 
Dorothy. That's right, Dorothy. I did know that. Sorry. Um, I think that when he meets Dorothy, he like instantly grows up because yes. this, the injury on his father, obviously he, oh, so he finds this ear and he wraps it up and he decides to take it to the detective. I love how easy the detective is. Can I see detective blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's in that yeah, room right, right up there. the stairs. Yeah, go in. Yeah. I, I go love in. how, no questions I love asked. how no one reacts to this ear. I love, no. like, the cop is like, yep. That's a human. That's ear, definitely right. an ear. Mm-hmm. There, the cops' interactions with him and the and his um, like his pacing is really kind of funny. Oh, very. Uh, yeah, I I just in in Lynch's films, most of them, most all of them, and I don't know what he tells actors, but they seem uncomfortable a lot of the time. Like the line delivery <laughs> seems stilted and strange. Right. Sometimes right. when. He and Laura Dern are talking to each other. I'm like, this is difficult to try and listen to. <laughs> you well, don't sound like you're human beings talking. No, sometimes she's emoting like like she's on like in a theater yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Like like she's in some kind of like <laughs> the reading a monologue yes, or like yes. you know, it's, it's very... like uh, you have to project. You have to hit yeah. the back. The back <laughs> yes. row needs to like no, yeah. you're on a movie set, it's fine. Yeah. You can yeah. play normal. But I think that's done with purpose. Oh, no? I think so too. That's, yes. Yeah. yeah. I think um, everything is meant to make you as if you are uncomfortable. Yeah. Even even normal human interactions don't feel right in this it's movie. It's got it does have and I again maybe this is a very um lynchy thing. It has like a 1940s 50s movie feel with even sure. the acting being like stiffer mm-hmm. and um then of course a little twilight zoney at times where yeah. you're like what uh, oh, why no, when we course. go through the dirt really intensely for yep. a little while and we get a very intense close-up of the ear and the ear has some hair in it so i was convinced first i was like is it the singer? Does Isabella Rossellini only have one ear? What the hell? But it's a very hairy ear we see. And I thought wow. that doesn't belong to beautiful <laughs> Isabella. To sweet Dorothy. She's not sweet, hairy sweet at Dorothy. All. No. The well, hair on no, her head's not even yeah. hers. Yeah, it's true. Okay. No. See, then I would point out every random thing. Like when he leaves his house to go for a walk, there's some random Mexican guy, some angry Mexican guy standing there just during his walk. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I love how he. I guess this movie's supposed to take place in the fifties or sixties, something sure. like that. I, yeah. He dresses like I don't like his dress is business casual. Yes. And and I don't he doesn't dress like he would be a twenty year old of any time period. <laughs> Everything he's wearing sport coats all the time. Yeah. Button up shirts. You know, tucked into his dress slacks. Yeah, like he never yeah. just wears jeans and a t-shirt. Like no. I'm not saying that he should be a greaser, but he looked like a a wealthy, affluent. Like he should be on a yacht with the Trump kids or something. <laughs> it's it's a bizarre look for any quote unquote for that, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that little that sweet little Kyle. That yes. wait, his name is Jeffrey, right? Jeffrey. Yes. Jeff. Um, Nobody calls um, him Jeff. It's Jeffrey. <laughs> My name's Jeffrey. Jeffrey what? Jeffrey nobody? I like when he says that to her and then she like stabs him in the face. She's like, oh, yeah. give me your wallet. I'll figure out your last name. Boy, was she angry when she saw him, but I don't blame How her. How did he get his um, pants off when he was 
kneeling on the floor. All you hear is zip. And <laughs> the next scene, he's got no pants on. He's quick about it and doesn't even argue it. He's like, all right, this is what's going to happen. I'm just going to. Here's my tush hanging out for you. Um, here's my tush. Oh, I didn't know you were expecting company. Um, maybe you should have told me this weirdo was on his way over. Shady men. Shady men just in and out of this lady's apartment. Well, before we meet her. Yes. He goes. um the detective He's still bothering daughter. this cop. Like he goes to his house now. Mm-hmm. Because he's he's like into this mystery now. I don't know why, but now this has become his new obsession, right? His dad's dying or very injured in the hospital. To take his mind off of this worry, he's gonna obsess about this ear and where it comes from. And the the detective is like, listen, the only thing I could tell you is I can't tell you anything. I love, <laughs> I love how he says that. He's like, listen, everything. we found out a lot of great stuff. It's yes. super interesting. Yeah. You're, it's going to blow your mind. I can't tell you about it, though. You know, at some point I will. Don't, don't worry about it. Forget about yeah. it. But just know that ear is very important. It's not as great as I made it seem. I'm just kidding. It's even better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sure. I'm not saying you're responsible for everything that happens after this, Mr. Policeman. <laughs> you could have just lied and been like, oh, yeah, yeah, we came across a corpse. Uh, we forgot he didn't have an ear. Yeah. But no, it's it's like teasing him yeah. and sort of like egging him into huge this carrot. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And then as he leaves and just like knowing, okay, well, I guess this is it. I don't get to know what this ear deed did for me. Laura Dern the detective's daughter appears and she does know some things. She's willing to share some facts. <laughs> it's very funny. I just, I like the coincidences of this movie where she's like, his office is right underneath my bedroom. Yeah. I hear everything. I'll tell some you all about this. Little, I'll yeah. tell you all about I... this singer. I don't know what's going on. An ear. You said you found an ear. I probably heard something about an ear earlier today. <laughs> Let's hang out. Let's go to the diner. Adele's, right? Isn't this, that the diner? Is this, is this when they walk outside and a guy lazily drives by in a car and goes, hey, babe. Oh, yeah. Hey, baby. <laughs> baby. And then just drives away. Yeah. Yeah. There's these random moments with these right. other actors in this movie. Or the, I, like the weird Mexican guy when he's going for a run, just staring off angrily. What is it? I, I don't did, know. I did hear... Uh, once in an interview that David Lynch likes to get these extras in and then mm-hmm. give them lines so they are paid. So they're paid much it's exciting more. exciting for them, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I'm just wondering if this was something where this guy was just supposed to walk by or drive by and David Lynch is like, no, no, no. You could say I know you're not an actor, clearly. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. have you watched Kyle MacLachlan? You can do this. <laughs> Don't worry. You got it. You got it. No, this is when he does the chicken dance, when they go for the walk and he does the chicken this dance. This is also when he goes, I knew a kid who lived here. He had a really big tongue. <laughs> and she's like, oh, what happened? And he goes, I don't know. I guess he moved. <laughs> what? Everybody moved. This, That's when it got really The original uh, cut of this movie was four hours. Really? Yeah. He cut half of this and he kept the chicken dance walk. <laughs> And he kept this big-tongued kid's story. Wow. It was relevant, I suppose. 
No. Although, after he did Walk Like a Chicken, I wrote in my notes, these two awkward goofballs are perfect for each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you see that as, as yes. the movie continues. They mm-hmm. have a nice little vibe there that they pick up. How about the two goofballs? P.S. His father. So he's met this girl. They kind of click, this daughter. And she's she's given him some news about the ear belonging to a singer or somehow related to the singer on the seventh floor of this apartment. Oh, yeah. But she now takes they're him just getting to show, to show him, to the, show him the apartment. Yeah. yeah. And this is, but they're kind of flirting and having a time. And then he, his father, who is sick or injured or whatever, um, owns a hardware store where the two black dudes work and the one is blind. What is this? What is going on? I love and it. I love I it. I enjoyed it, but I was like, why do we cut to them twice yeah. and never again? And never just- again. I appreciate the fact that his father seemingly is employing uh should we call him special needs if you're blind is that is that well, eh. I it's not somebody you would necessarily think would work at a hardware right. store. Right. Not yeah. in the retail field because right. the other guy has to read the number like read yeah. the numbers of the products to him so right. that he can put them into the cash register. <laughs> And it doesn't even appear that Kyle McLaughlin's working. He's like, oh, I gotta, ooh, yeah, man, my dad, I gotta fill in. And you know, good thing is they gave me uh, some pretty light hours this week. I'm like, who gave you these hours? I thought you were in charge. And he's just right? using his time to make personal phone calls anyway. Right? Because well, he's got some again an investigation to do. I know this is he so does... Hardy Boys Nancy Drew at times. It, I, yeah, I it, it does. Really yeah. Which is really adorable. He does drive a fancy car, like I said, some kind of red convertible, right? Um, you know that's his dad's. <laughs> yeah. Is Sandy her name? Sandy He's is Jeffrey. her name. I think her Sandy, Sandy is, her, is name. her name. Yeah. 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 Um, so he, this is when they then go for lunch at the diner, the one diner in town, the corner diner that no one else is ever in and that only he ever eats off the plate. And when they're at the diner, only he has a small plate of what looks like toast. <laughs> But eats like fries because he takes pieces of it. He has a tiny plate (laughs) of one thing on it. Whatever it is, he he's able to break it up into smaller pieces, so Mm -hmm. he eats with his hands. Yes, but she has nothing. No, she She never eats anything. She has a beverage. Okay, all right. Um, Okay. But every time they're there. Anyway, it's at their first meeting at the diner where he tells her his plan um, is to sneak into this woman's apartment. And she is she again her sad face look and her worried look. The the worried look is the softer version of the sad face. When when Laura Dern's crying, like it's like her whole face is turned upside down. Right. Like you said, it's like it's a very aggressive, very her ugly mouth cry. Mouth does turn into sad clown, like makeup. a real frown. It's yeah, really yeah, uh huh. Big on the sides and it goes into <laughs> it gets thinner in the middle. <laughs> But when she's worried, it has a similar but not quite as severe look. <laughs> right, right. And she's worried about him when he's talking about sneaking into the lady's apparent. She's like, I don't know. Is this a good idea? Why because are you so into this? Because it's not a good idea. I know you need not. this for this movie, but I'm like, where? You went from zero to a hundred here, Kyle McLaughlin. Like, okay, fine. You found an ear and that's creepy as anything. But you're going to break into someone's apartment yeah. and like – spy on them i mean yeah. i know he's not there to spy but what's it what's he gonna do go through her stuff like what are and you he, hoping to find the other ear 
He's what are you looking, doing? He's trying to piece this together. And he does have a good good enough plan. It's and a, so she it doesn't take plan. her long. It doesn't take her long to be like, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll be the Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, yeah when he's like, you know what? I got a bunch of watchtowers in my car. I'm like, what? How? How do you have oh. those? <laughs> I guess he's a Jehovah's Witness? I'm not sure. Um, I guess they frequent the neighborhood. Maybe Jehovah's Witness are big in Lumberton. I don't know. He also has bug spray. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, it's good in that she asks zero questions when he yeah, shows Yeah, she's up. like, she's, like I said, she's very nervous at first. And then when he gets, she, as long as he's got a plan, she's like, oh, okay, well, you thought no, about no, no, it? No, no, sorry, right. sorry. I mean, I mean, Isabella Rossellini asks oh. no questions. Oh. It's like, oh, I'm here to spray your apartment. All right, come on oh, in. yeah, cool. when he comes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he goes right to her apartment, too. Like, normally, if they're spraying apartments, they're spraying everybody's, right? But he goes. I like how the stairwell is an exterior entrance. Yeah, it's a it's, weird. It's very strange. Place, it's a very yeah. weird thing for them to be like, oh, that elevator, it hasn't worked in years. You got to use the stairs, which are outside. <laughs> it's an interesting building. It's yeah. Uh-huh. And the seventh floor, this must be a huge building in what appears to be a tiny town. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't look like a very big building. No. Well, maybe I'm confusing it, though, for the diner. Uh, Wait no, a minute. it doesn't look Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> You're like, one of them has booths. <laughs> and they eat there. No, I mean the exterior. <laughs> right, right. I don't, um, yeah. And they do it. They oh, do yeah. it in broad daylight, too, which is, yeah. that's got Very risky. Very it. risky. Her place is not very big, and he only no. sprays the kitchen. He only has to bug spray her kitchen. Right. So the plan is that she, Laura Dern's going to come knock on the door. Yes. Um, when he's had enough time to kind of grab some stuff, right? No, distract her so that he can open a window. Open a window. So That's that he right. could sneak back mm-hmm. in. And instead, somebody different knocks. The man in the yellow jacket knocks on the door. And the man in the yellow jacket, you can't put him in a brown jacket later in this movie. Like, no. he, he's in yellow throughout, except for yep. one scene. And, yep. and in a voiceover, Kyle McLaughlin has to go, that's the man in the yellow suit. <laughs> Just so we as the audience know what's happening right now. We recognize his round face, but yeah. Right. Just so you know. Yeah, so he interrupts this guy, knocks, and is aggressive, like talks to her kind of aggressively. They kind of just right? whisper. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going on, but it does distract her enough where he sees a key. Mm-hmm. Or a set yeah. of keys. A set of keys, yeah. And he's able to take those rather than open the window. Right. And this is a score for him. I don't know how he would guess they were the apartment keys and why she would hide them underneath a like shelf in her kitchen. But, hey. Did you also notice that when they're sitting in – I guess it's when they're in the diner in the car. I looked. Does Kyle McLaughlin have an earring? Yes, he does. How does he have yeah. an ear? That wasn't a, a thing like, in the 50s earring. or 60s, right? I, I was that it. just a mistake? Because I never saw it at any other time in the movie except when they're – I think they're in the car talking or they're in the diner talking. It's the only time I really noticed There's it. another time when it's it's up close on oh, his face okay. or on his head. Maybe when they're kissing. I'm not sure, but it's like this little, like, yeah, like, like almost a like a half hoop, hoop or it's something. Like little, yeah. It's like a little hoop. Uh-huh. And I just, it's like that people didn't have, like, guys didn't have earrings in the 50s. 
or the 60s, right? Who is Kyle McLaughlin? What time period is this? Well, How many things are we mixing here? And that's the first because, couple times I saw this movie, I just thought it had a look of the 50s and 60s, right. but it was set in modern Same. day. Watching it this time, I went, no, no, no. This is that time period, I think. Wait. See, I don't know. Did we even I have Heineken at that time? Feel. Yeah, see, no, I don't think it was the 50s and 60s. I think it was the feel of it. That's why the earring is okay, but maybe not. Wow. So they all, because they all drive around in old cars. Even um, like that ambulance that shows up at the end. Is clearly, oh, yeah. The fire truck, too, that goes in the beginning and at the end. That's yeah, one of creepy. the most chilling images of this yeah. movie yeah. is that slow-moving fire truck and the dead stare of the firemen as they wave yeah, at you. Yeah, waving. Yeah, I don't like it. Ugh. Ugh. Audience, let us know because I really... I used to think it was a contemporary movie that looked old. This time I thought it was a movie set in the past, but now I'm starting to wonder because you're right. All the beer bottles look contemporary. Yeah. The earring. <laughs> but Laura Dern dresses like she's in the 50s. Yeah, but not fully. Like It's not like she's in bobby socks completely. I mean, and they do, like her friends are a little... Yeah. Homely, I'll say. Homely? (laughs) Well, you know, people were a lot uglier in the past, (laughs) is what you're saying. (laughs) I like the the attractiveness of our friends are going to place this in a time period. Yeah, I just didn't know because even the football team, like their football uniform looked like a looked like a remember the Titans sort of thing. Wow, this is a thing that I didn't even think we were yeah, I didn't even think we were gonna talk about this. I, I just thought it was like, oh, this is set in the past and I never knew that before, but maybe it's not I think in a sense it's timeless because of the message that is I guess timeless. Because you're right, then there are other aspects that do seem but then there's other aspects that's like it's just this portal of David Lynch's brain. Like it's well, right. not really yes. a time period. It's not really like is that a horse house that they're at when they go with the singer? Or is it like you said like an excerpt of a John Waters film? What, what's happening there with the guy with the white makeup on oh. his face and the singing and the, Dean Stockwell the singing into is the- amazing in this movie. Like he is he's on screen for just a couple of minutes. But- oh but he's he shines. Is, oh, he shines. He's taking yeah. attention away from Dennis Hopper in a movie where no one can do that. Because he just, I, I love how just dreamy and sort of out of it he appears. And he's Suave. smiling and just, he looks like he could fall asleep at any moment. He's high, I guess. That's <laughs> he right. Must. He's supposed to be like so high and passing pills into that crazy Frank's mouth. That lip syncing scene too. (laughs) Into like a bright light, mind you. Amazing. 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 And the way it's like the screen is and you can see the the way it's shot, it's it's captivating. He he must just deal with Frank all the time because at one point Frank's like, where the fuck are the fucking goddamn glasses? I hate more beer! And, and he's, he's just, just like, casually looking on, he's like, "Hun, like, uh, where are those glasses? Uh, if we could just get some for Frank, that would be great." Frank really wants the glasses. <laughs> All right, let's see. Wait, where? How did we get to? Where are well, we? Well, they're, Let me they're check. Let they've me see. decided to go. Um, oh, back to watch her now. Right, they're right? going to. Yeah. they find out where she sings, and they have. <laughs> 
This is the first conversation about beer in this movie when he sits down with Laura Dern and he's like, I love Heineken. Do you like Heineken? (laughs) Her response is, I never had one. Um, My dad just drinks Budweiser. Yeah. His response, he just goes, the king of beers. (laughs) What? What is this? It's an interesting con- their conversations. They're so odd, like the two of them are. That right. it's it's endearing. Um, is that why? Uh, so I had a question. Yeah, sure. Because remember, you did a project in college on Heineken. You did your oh yeah, I one did. Of your, did yeah, you, was I that related like a, to, to no, his love no, of no, Heineken no. at all? Okay, because I wondered if that was no. I it was a, it was a project where I had to design a. Uh, a holiday um, case. Like yes. I had to design a holiday label. It was really well and then done. And a holiday yeah. case. And I just wanted to make it easy on myself. So I was like, so oh, what's red and green? I was like, okay, good. I don't really have to give thought to color in this at all. All right. I see. So yes. it was an easy, I thought you were like paying homage to. Uh, wow. I haven't thought about that forever. I made the case a big triangle and it was decorated like a Christmas tree. And I realized how awkward it would be to try and hold that or carry it. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. All right. Good one. All right. Nice. Hey, there you go. So they, they watch her. We all get to watch Isabella Rosalini sing Blue Velvet for the very first time. Yes. Very badly. But I guess sad, sadly seductive, I guess. Because it's not really – even the sex in this movie or the, the sexual stuff in this movie isn't necessarily seductive to me. It's not Nothing what about you want to watch, right? No. It's kind of like when we had to watch the Panthers make out or right. what was it? <laughs> when they were panthering out in this movie. Yeah. They panther out all the time. And I can't think of anyone who panthers out harder than Dennis Hopper. <laughs> oh, my God. My, does he panther. Um, they have a whole routine, and that routine is disturbing to say the least. And also, like, amazing how she's like, oh, I gotta put this chair here, and I gotta turn off the real lights, and I gotta light a single candle that's yeah. on like a wall sconce. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Anyway, here's another great conversation they have is uh, when he and Laura Dern pull up to the apartment. And he's like, okay, I'm here. Don't worry about it. You can go home. And she's like, no, no, no. I want to help you she's out. She's not going to leave him, yeah. <laughs> I'll be on the lookout. And she goes, if she pulls up, I'll honk four times. And four that's times. not all she says. Because then she goes, like this. Yeah. One, two, three, four. To be clear. Right. So that we're clear. Then. Yeah. Right after all of this, she says to him, and this is like red flags, Laura Dern, get out of this relationship. She goes, I don't know if you're a detective or a pervert. And his <laughs> response is, that's for me to know and right. you to you find, find out. out. I know. I thought the same thing. I'm like, mm, Laura Dern, maybe you should be checking off some boxes and being yeah. like. It was like, oh, mm. Kyle McLaughlin, I thought you were the hero of this movie. No, we're not sure if there's a hero. Well, no, maybe, I don't think there is. Maybe Laura Dern's mom is because she gets Isabella Rosalini the coat at the end. when she's, Why do they walk her everywhere naked? Why don't they ever put anything on her? He just holds her naked, beat up body closer to him. Like in the that's middle, gonna... And when they walk, they walk her in and Laura Dern's like, Mom! Mom! And her mom's <laughs> response is, I'll be right there. Just give me a couple minutes. Nobody says anything like, no. hurry up. Yeah. 
Yeah, we have an emergency. <laughs> so yeah, she she tells him she's going to honk four times. He goes in, gets into the apartment, and um, he has to use the bathroom, I guess, and check out her stuff, her bathroom stuff. It's amazing. And again, while he's peeing, he's going, Heineken. <laughs> how much Heineken, how much money did Heineken give you for this movie? It's and also, shit. did they know at one point, Frank Booth is going to go, fuck that shit. <laughs> you do a good Frank Booth, by the way. All you have to do is yell a lot. And but your fist, your whole Oh yeah, I'm always shaking. I don't think yeah. he shakes his fist. They're probably like at his side. No, because he's time. too busy getting that mask on his face. You're right. <laughs> That's what his fist Screaming are while he's digging around his jacket for a mask. <laughs> oh man. It's so awesome. he's Kyle McJeffrey is flushing the toilet <laughs> when she she Isabella does make her way up to stairs with Frank and Isabella or uh, what's her name in the movie? She doesn't go up there with Frank. She goes no, up, she goes alone. up there alone. Yeah. Right. But wait, what's her name in the movie? Isabella or Laura Dern? Sarah? Uh, we said Sandy. Sam. That's not right. Okay. That's what her name is she, to us. She does honk four times, <laughs> but he's flushing the toilet. He doesn't hear it. That toilet is so loud. It's the loudest. <laughs> it takes over the whole bathroom. And he's looking at her trinkets anyway. He's not even listening. Like, he, they just had this conversation. He's been up there for five minutes. She's like, all right. And he says, I think, just give me ten. Right? I get it. There have been times in my life where I'm like, oh, I have to use the bathroom and I cannot sure. wait. This is a time where you were like, I need to make the most of this situation. I'm not just going to, like, go into the bathroom to pee, flush the toilet, like, wander around a little bit. Take, no. Check it out. Hold yeah. it in you until it in. you're done. You know? Like, no, you don't. You go, and then you almost get caught because she comes home. Who has a giant closet like this in their living it's room? It's a great closet, <laughs> by the way. Well, she's. I feel like... I guess you, there is a there bedroom. There is a bedroom because that's yeah. where he goes later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hiding in setup. the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Onto the. Uh, so he's he's in the closet and he's peering at her. And first she gets a phone call. First, no. First does she take off her wig? And yeah, get she gets naked. undressed yeah. in her creepy, weird apartment. There's like yeah. pink carpet. The walls are kind of like a deep magenta. It's dark. It looks mm-hmm. like a David Lynch room. Yeah. But then she, yeah, she gets a phone call. She's talking to Frank. And we find out that the perm's a wig at this point. Yeah, she takes her hair off. Um, he gets the feeling, we get the feeling, that she is in a in a very compromised, stressful situation, right? She sees- Is it when she crawls around on the floor in her underwear? <laughs> <laughs> the phone call doesn't go well. There's a son uh, involved, we surmise. There's, she's being emotionally abused only through a phone call, too. We get this. And then, yeah, she crawls on the floor. There's a picture she looks at. And we're, we're just like, e- even Kyle's like, what the hell am I gotten into? What the heck is going on here, right? Uh- is he or is he totally into this? Well, he's into like, it he's in the weird. sense. He's totally into this. Yeah. Yeah. He's not like. Oh. I mean, because then she finds him. 
he knocks something over. He does something stupid in the closet and makes some noise. And she grabs a big ass knife. Yeah, from when, the kitchen. Like we yeah. said, she brings him out, tells him to get down on his knees and take off all his clothes. And the whole time she's like, you like looking at women? You like looking at me when I take off my clothes? I want to see you take yeah. off your clothes. <laughs> and it's her great accent the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he does and and then i don't know what happened they like they do they start making out or something yeah they kind of yes she kind of gets well she kind of goes to give him head for a second and then she's like all right come here yeah because she's like and she's like don't this is their thing though this is her and dennis hopper saying she's like don't look at me don't look at me which now i can't say that to anyone without thinking of this movie now just like not even do you say that to a lot of people (laughs) Your mailman. Don't look at me. I can't say that anymore. I feel dirty now. <laughs> uh, I like how that was just your go-to line in your daily life. It is. Now you can't do it. There's it so many funny. moments. It does. So many moments in my life where I just don't want an audience. Don't oh look God. at me. Oh. And now we're introduced oh. to oh Frank the Tank, super fun character. Wow, he's a mean ass, is what I write in my notes. He is so mean, like mean even before she, even before he starts hitting her. Which you know, of course, that's terrible. But yeah. even when she says something, she's like, "So how are you, Frank?" And he's like, "It's Daddy, you um, shithead." Yeah. There's a lot of mommy, daddy yeah, in this stuff part, going there is, on. Yeah, it doesn't, thankfully, it doesn't linger throughout the, right, as, yes. as heavy as it gets right now. But yeah, when he first comes, he demands a bourbon. He makes her sit on the chair and spread her legs. And she's mommy and he's daddy. And you're like, what's happening? And like you said. Just as we said, like how he has that tank on him. I guess he has scissors somewhere too. Cause at one point he just has scissors and he's like oh, click yeah. clacking them in her face. <laughs> and stuff. Where did those come from? I don't know. Maybe her drawer of sharp, sharp objects where she gets the scissors <laughs> and she keeps the sharp knives. All of it is in. Maybe they were under her couch where she keeps her wedding her photos photo. are. Keeps very simple decor. Um, this is when we see their kinky Sheila gets on the floor and he stuffs her mouth with this blue velvet and like yeah, punches like, the hell out of her vagina. Yes. Like full like yeah. boxing in her vagina, basically. It's not sexual at all. Well, that was <laughs> I remember the first time I saw this, I was like, Oh my god, does he still have those scissors in his hand? <laughs> like, oh, this movie's really gross. But thankfully, I don't know where they went, but they're not in No, he's his not stand. with sharp objects, yeah, no. It, it, is, <laughs> it is very strange. <laughs> I love, like, I love it. I understand that normal sex scenes in movies must be somewhat uncomfortable for the actors. And I oh, just, yeah. I, I just watch this. I'm like, how? How do they do this? Because sometimes I watch actors and I'm like, I could do that. I don't oh, yeah. know how anybody could do this. I mean, whether you are him or her in this scene, they are going for it and they yeah. are doing an amazing job. Yeah, they're angry, sadomasochistic. It's and it's not like, thankfully, it's not anything hardcore where we see to like we don't have to ever see Hopper's ass, which 
thankfully we don't. Um, but we just he, get those Kyle buns. <laughs> just get those, that sweet Kyle tush. <laughs> it's truly the epitome of a tush because it's so, <laughs> like, it's a tush. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's very disturbing scene that they yes. have, which is meant to be very disturbing sure. sex, which Kyle watches happen. Yep. And he... He punches her. He gets crazy high with his mask. Like, when he puts that mask on, it's... That's why I'm like, I don't know what drug that is. But he gets so angry. It's so... Hey, but things... I mean, watching Dean Stockwell sing Candy Colored Clown makes him angry. It makes him, like, sad and angry at the same time. Yeah, it's a hard... Listen, he is... I don't know this. I Frank's love his past. reaction when he's when he's mouthing these words, and then he looks over at Des Hopper, and he just stops. He's like, "Oh shit!" I yeah, he's like, "I guess we gotta stop this right this now." This guy, this yeah. is not gonna end well uh-huh. for someone in this room. Yeah, if I keep going with this routine, whatever. And he it just is. stops it too. Everything's just cold stop. Um, what does he tell her? He tells, "Oh, stay alive for Van Gogh." Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, right. Because he cut her husband's ear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so clever um but now he, he leaves he leaves he leaves after he blows out the candle and he says yeah. something like now it's dark which he says later on in the like he says it several times and it's supposed to be creepy and it is because well, because he's the we dark and they're him. the light yeah not quite the light like like uh tom cruise and his friends and in is, the forest what is and we'll get to it what is with that disguise that he wears? That <laughs> <laughs> he is fooling no one? Nobody. Because at one point in this movie, Kyle McLaughlin is like, and then there was this guy there, and he was a well-dressed man. Yeah. And then later on in the movie, he's like, uh, detective, uh, yeah, Frank's here in that well-dressed man disguise. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> well-dressed. So you knew it was a disguise? Mm-hmm. That is his disguise, that he plays up a, like a well-dressed man. I know it's it's the equivalent of him just walking in, in those Groucho Marx glasses yeah. with the mustache with a it's drawn on mustache huge eyebrows mm-hmm. and giant mustache that he peels off and a wig right is it's, it a wig yeah, or a just the brows wig? yeah uh-huh. for no reason I think well it's because sometimes when you're Frank I don't know maybe I mean that's... we shouldn't question what Frank does I won't I won't <laughs> this is another scene after this where. Kyle McLaughlin and Laura Dern are talking about sort of what happened once he gets out. And well, wait know. before he talks to her. First, he's oh, got oh yeah 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 his yeah, time to... with with Isabella Rossellini, where she's very creepy and hold makes her wants him to stay and hold mm-hmm. her right. And and he is going to leave, and then he sees that he gets the pic somehow. He gets under the couch. She goes to the bathroom, maybe. And he sees the picture and realizes that she's he's getting con- he's getting clues to his little mystery here. He realizes that he she was married and she has this son and that's the picture she keeps. This is yeah. He finally he finally leaves and you know Laura Dern's very concerned and everything and it, and this is where they have some weird discussion in the car and he's like. Why are there people like Frank in this world? Oh, yeah. Why does, why does evil exist? It's a strange and world. To distract him, I think, she just starts talking about a dream she had about Robins. Yeah, yeah. But then this Robin dream comes to fruition yes. in the end with the mechanical Robins. 
she talks about them being the light and that was part of her dream was that they that, that yes there's this darkness in the world i kind of like this conversation i i i thought it was sweet this that is they... where they're talking and this music is playing and i'm like mm-hmm. oh this sounds very i don't know it's organ music and i'm yeah. like this sounds very spiritual <laughs> They drive They're away. In front of a There's church. a church in the yeah. background. Yeah. I just thought it was a wonderful musical choice at that moment. I didn't know it was diegetic sound coming from that <laughs> church. But it is interesting, too, that they have this light conversation, this conversation about them, the dark, horrible, strange things that happen in this world. And then she notes this dream, and all of this happens in front of, you know, the house of God. Yep, right. There you yeah, go. You, you see? You see? figured it out, Jimmy. You got to the... I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. But he's... And he, Kyle McLaughlin, a.k.a. Jeffrey, is getting to the bottom of this mystery, which is what he is conveying to... Like, he's not ready to let it go just yet, and it's a lot heavier than they ever imagined. Frank has kidnapped her husband, and her child has cut off his ear so that she could be basically his sex slave, right? I... Yes. It's never really explained why her husband was taken or why her son was taken or, I mean, is it that simple? I mean, we see that he appears to be a drug dealer and and who knows what else he's into. So I didn't know if it was just sort of this guy owed him money or something. I don't know if there's anything like that. I do know that after all this, Kyle McLaughlin looks at at, uh, Laura Dern and says, you're a neat girl. (laughs) <laughs> and yep. she agrees that he's yeah, a neat she guy. She agrees. You, you are too. They're so two neat you. people just uh-huh. trying to solve a very, very random mystery. So he can't get enough of Dorothy. He goes back to her place and with his love of Heineken, right? He's He watches her go sing again, right? This he is watches when he her sees, go sing, yeah. And he sees Frank there watching her with a piece of the blue velvet in his hand. And she's like <laughs> so disgusted by Frank. Because what they start, did they, I think they start making out at one point too. This was when he was, and he asked, she asked him to hit her and he won't. And when he has to see. I feel like that's later. That happens again later. I think it happens more than once, right? Oh, okay. Where they, all Whenever, because right. then finally he does hit her, which we finally know then he, he feels very guilty about and yes. he cries about that at one point. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not laughing that he cried about hitting a woman, but it's just funny when he's like so sad at that one point when he's just crying on the bed about how fucked up his whole adventure with Dorothy. His, and- all of his scenes where he wakes up in bed were always really funny because it's just a big blank wall behind it. Like it doesn't look like a bedroom. It looks like he's in prison or something. Yeah, it's very, yeah. Again, minimal decor. Um, he waits for Frank and his um, gang of thugs to come out, and then he tails them right to like a factory this apartment. Place. Yeah, yeah, it is like a factory apartment. Yeah, because he stays there, I guess, all night. Stays mm-hmm. there through the next day. Yep. He's taking pictures. Yeah, what's of- this picture box thing that he's got? Where's he pictures? <laughs> I don't know. Where did he get this? Where did he get this spy equipment? He's got this detective equipment on hand. I don't know if that's what he doesn't ever say what he's studying in college, but um, I don't know. And shouldn't he go back to college? Like, shouldn't he? No, he's on break till his dad gets better, I guess, or till he solves the crime, whatever comes first. You know what? I guess you're on leave until whatever. Was it summer break? No, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I assume he left school to come home. 
I don't know. Um, At one point, we see a storefront, and it has some Halloween decorations out. So it's mm, got to be the middle of the semester. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, he... I don't know. He sees a bunch of stuff. He sees the guy in the yellow jacket over at this factory. He sees some different arrangements, exchanges being made. He sees Um, Frank dressed up in a goofy disguise. Yes, yes. (laughs) I like when he tells Laura Dern, when he kind of ropes her in with this, he tells her, um, because he does all this more like reconnaissance work, I guess, and he says... Five minutes from now, you're not going to believe what I oh, just told you. It is. It's so goofy. It's and like, his again, the look delivery at the clock. Yeah. Five minutes from now, you won't believe what I just told you. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get down to it. Let's and go. They're, they're back at Adele's where they love to talk. And he's he's got his picture. He's just, he tells her how he, she's like, I can't believe you have all this. When are you going to pass it off to like somebody else or and he's like i think she says that earlier on to him too oh when he's like observed all the crazy shenanigans but yeah, he's like i can't tell anybody because i found right. out this information illegally i snuck yeah, into her it's place basically like hey you know my dad's a cop right yeah like, yeah maybe maybe you should talk to him about this rather than just constantly visiting this older woman who her husband's ear was cut off by a maniac, a maniac. Who you're getting closer to? You're getting too close. You're getting too uh, close. Also, my Jeffrey. boyfriend, Mike, doesn't like us hanging out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mike. That's right. And her friends. I like. She's like, Shh, don't tell Mike. She tells her friends every time she gets in his car. I love her. it. I love how sad Mike looks when he goes to the fence. He's like, hey, I hey, know. Sandy. Oh, wait. Oh, you're getting in and the car. And she just walks. The, she goes, it's all yep. right. I'll just call him later. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him yeah. later. He's not that smart. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. You're what super cute. And we're tracking this murder mystery right, yes, or yes. this ear mystery yeah. um we're, we're almost we're this close to having sex but i'm still dating mike don't worry about that like you know we're i need going to have steady. a high school boyfriend <laughs> and then i have you my college yeah. boyfriend right, my college boyfriend yeah you know you're how not uh having sex with that lady are you no, you don't keep going to her apartment, to, but alas, that's the next scene we that see. That is the next scene, yes. So he's, he kisses, he tells Laura Dern about how he's addicted to the mystery of this whole thing and then kisses her, I think. And then the next scene, he goes back to Red Velvet's, Red Velvet's, Blue Velvet's place, Dorothy's place. And again, she wants, there's there's this time the sex is more like there's lion noises and there's, there's, lion noises, fire. there's fire. Yeah, and, and, does she? Yeah. Does he hit her this time? I don't think so. I, he does. Yeah, he this does. is when okay. he hits her because she's like, "Hit me, hit me!" And he's like, "No, no, 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 no!" And finally, yeah. he's like, "You know what? I think they're they're naked, about to have sex." I think, and he's like, "You know what? I really think we should tell the police." Yeah. And she starts flipping out, and yeah, that's, that's when right. he hits her. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Weird time to bring all that up, my friend. But whatever. Very strange. As he's leaving after their little. <laughs> The rendezvous. timing is terrible. Yikes. Where's the four honks now, huh? Um, he bumps right into Frank. Ooh. And his whole gang. They're all there this They're time. They're coming. Yeah, everybody comes to visit at this time of day. Yikes. Yeah. She tries to convince him unsuccessfully. He's just a friend. He's, yes, just he's, just, he's in the neighborhood. <laughs> and he's like, oh, neighbor, huh? Yeah. What's your name, neighbor? I like how he tells him. He's like, "You want to go for a ride?" He's like, "No, no, I don't. I don't. You don't want to do what? Wanna... Go for a ride? Oh, you want to go for a ride? <laughs> yeah. This is so like, yeah. I don't want to go. Don't want to go. 
Do what? <laughs> go for a ride? Hey, that's a great idea. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I love it because it's so scary. I mean. Oh, it is. I'm you, so scared for him. I'm like, yeah. and you could see the fear in Kyle's face. Like you hit the little the thing back. and you see how much time's left. And you're like, okay, I'm just more than halfway through this. So they're not going to kill him yet. No, but, but that means the they're going to torture thing, him. Yeah. Oh, the whole thing is. This is easily my favorite stretch of the entire movie. And I don't know if it's just because of Dean Stockwell, but that's what starts it. And then it leads into that lady dancing and there's lipstick involved. And And you're pleased. It's so fun. So this is when now they kind of all get kidnapped and shoved into Frank's car. And we're on a wild ride to what Frank calls pussy heaven. Is that where we're going? Where these, I don't know what's, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's literally, I don't know what's going on in this car. Cause Dennis Hopper's trying to talk to Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin's all quiet back there. So then the other guys relay the information as to what he said to him. And Isabella yeah, Rosalini's in the front seat right next to Dennis Hopper looking scared as all get up. And even when they're in that, like they get to this house, this what's his name's house. And she is like looking all around, like, <laughs> like a bat is going to fly at her at any yeah. second. Like she's just glaring around like, <laughs> yeah, she's looking all around as though she's never been here. And at one point he's like, ah, let her see the kids. She's like, Oh, finally. I thought that's why I was here. I think he says, let tits see the kid. I think that's what he said. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. I didn't notice that. All right. That's kind of funny. Um, Yeah. This is when they yell. They yell about beer before they go into Ben's place. Um, Frank Booth is not a fan of Heineken. He likes absolute PBRs is is his thing. Yeah. For some reason. Aggressively. There's so much discussion about beer in this movie. I don't understand. We mentioned where this is. So there's these two overweight women older women there we don't know who they are or they're just kind of guarding the door that she gets to go into when she talks to her son and and this is a weird this is a part of the movie where i still remember the first time i saw this just the interaction between her and the kid because you don't hear the child but you hear her behind this closed door being like no no mommy loves you (laughs) and i was like is this are they all just gaslighting kyle mclaughlin like is there no husband kidnap is there no kid kidnapped are they all in on this i I mean you find out no i guess but it's a weird interaction that, that you just hear her yeah and and then she comes out later looking so sad. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is so sad. It is. She does look really sad. And yeah. then does she come out and get treated to the song? Does she get to see she sees Suave the song, sing? I think. Yeah. I think everybody everybody sees the song. I'd be so mad if I were here and I and missed, you missed it. it, right? And then to end that is when Dennis Hopper screams, Let's fuck right? And he <laughs> yes. he screams out fuck anything that moves yeah. too. Yeah. And then they all get back in the car, and Frank is very high. Not that he hasn't been very high throughout. Oh, he gets a pill sneaked into him, right? He gets clearly Suave is also his drug dealer. Right, right? yes. But also this is a – and if you know later David Lynch, it it feels like this movie at times Mm -hmm. when Frank Booth starts yelling – about you know them leaving, oh yeah, and the camera like zooms in, and then they just. 
disappear. Yeah, yeah. For just a yeah, second. Yeah, they just go bloop. And like, I was like, yeah. oh, that makes me feel like I'm watching like a s- any of his movies made after the year 95 because they all do they things all like that. They all have those it's, moments. It's scary. And and they disappear and you see that there's like a, a big clown puppet sitting on yes, that Yes, yes, yes. I don't like it. It's weird. I I don't. I never want to be in a room like this with people like this. No. But I'm so happy to watch it on a TV I agree. Screen. When they got to their place, I was like, "Oh, this instantly. This is shady. This is the kind of situation that when someone says take a ride, and you're like, well, I guess we're going to get some good drinks or good drugs out of this.' And you get there, and you're like, "Oh, this was a bad idea. A bad idea. <laughs> a bad idea. Now they they go for this drive. He's driving 100 miles per hour. Things are getting crazy. He's so high. He hits the mask again, and he starts playing." <laughs> with her boobies and giving her little titty twisters and this is when Kyle McLaughlin loses it he can't I think he's he gives her like a purple nurple or something like he squeezes her I don't know her reaction to this is great because she's just looking around like you know there are other people in this car right It's not just us. I mean, we do some weird shit when we're in my apartment. Right, but this but is. We're kind but of he's in public. so high. I don't even know this woman in the pink skirt. I've never <laughs> yeah, met he her has before. Someone else's joy. How many people have fit in this car? It's like a clown car. So many people. There are. He's got three henchmen. There's Frank. There's Isabella. There's Jeffrey. And then there's this woman. There's seven people in that I mean, it's the woman in the trunk because we don't see her till she's dancing later. No, 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 no. She's sitting oh, on that dude's yeah, lap. They're the making lap. out That's the whole right. time. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, all right. So so Kyle, <laughs> this is when he decides enough's enough and he punches, right? Doesn't he hit Frank to stop? First he tells, yep. says, why don't you leave her alone? And Frank's so crazy high. Dennis Hopper's like crazy high is just like so crazy um uh and so yeah he hits him and now shit now shit's gonna get real like jeffrey what are you thinking you're gonna punch this high dude in the face you know what you know what this this is another point another thing in your defense yeah because what does he take he he listens to candy colored clown and what does he take in the car and then puts it in a cassette. Cassette tapes weren't around oh, in the 50s and there 60s. there you go. He puts that cassette in the car to then play the That's song. Right. This is a contemporary movie. This is blowing my mind right it's now. It's coming. Because that is what I used to think, but then I was convinced that it was And you're out of that, that thought, and 50s. now you're re-welcome re- back wow. to that thought. There you go. Sorry, I didn't mean to throw this okay. off. But, yeah. And let it sink in. That, I, exactly. <laughs> let it sink in, everybody. <laughs> Uh, oh, let this sink in. This is when Hopper puts lipstick on and is kissing him and telling him about the love letter he's going to write to him. Just giving him so many smooches and talking about love letters. <laughs> I mean, it's scary. I mean, it's scary, yes. But also, it's super it's fun. It's crazy. When it I talk about so watching funny. it, watching it, I'm like, oh, what the freak, Jeffrey? I don't know what he's going to do to you. But talking about it, I'm like, what? How crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh, he puts, this is when the girl is dancing on the, on the, uh, t- on the car and she's just high and she's just she swaying just gets her out and yeah. climbs on top of this car she's just, and he isn't really dancing. She's just like robotically no, moving yeah. around. Just swaying back and forth. Um, yeah. Isabella Rossellini sitting in the car crying, yeah, just like yelling, stop, stop, yeah, stop, don't cry, do this. cry, I'm cry, so cry sad. stop, stop. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. 
he puts the he takes the velvet out and Isabel Rosalini's like looking like what's he gonna do with the velvet? That's our thing, the velvet. And then he just starts punching him. Just harder and harder in the face and in the gut and in the and then we see that fire and the candle again, kind of like we saw when they were having sex earlier. Sure. And then uh, Jeffrey wakes up, and they just kind of left him, and he's just totally bruised. Yep. But he's not far from home. home. Yeah, he's not too far from no. home because he gets home. He calls. They drove forever. Yeah, they <laughs> felt like, like they. I felt like they were in a field too somewhere, but then no. It's like oh, he's, he's back later on that afternoon. Yeah, he's home. He's he calls Sandy and is like. I'm in too deep now. Like, shit got really <laughs> right. crazy last night. We're going to have to meet and we'll talk. I love it. His mom and his aunt, like, he comes downstairs and his face is, like, purple. It's so great because he's just like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about yeah. it. I don't want to talk about it. And his aunt is like, you know, Jeffrey, sometimes, and he's like, I love you, but you're going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and he's, again, he's focused right. now. He's, he also goes to the police station. Yes, he brings and he these photos. he sees the man in yellow. He's a cop. So he sees this, and then he's like, and the co- and, the, and he sees him, to- right? Yes, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'll just pretend to be using the drink yeah. in the police station, <laughs> which is just what people do. They wander up the street. If they they need just a drink need a little water. water from the police. You know, it's safe water. It's what it is. Um, but now he goes to Laura Dern's father, and is like, Hey, I got all these pictures. Check them out, and you see Laura Dern's father become upset when he sees that the man in yellow is in these photos and and he's interacting with Frank Booth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he and Laura Dern are still on for Friday. Oh, yeah, they have a Friday date. They have a Friday date. Are they going to, like, a prom? Like, I thought they were – I know they don't go to a prom, but – She's like putting on this dress and it's like a corsage. And then they end up going to like a wood paneling party. Yeah. Uh, no. Is it a wood paneling party? Well, no, no. I just she's <laughs> in like a wood panel uh. basement. It's just a house party. So <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin goes to pick Laura Dern up for this house party date that they have. Because yes. that's what you want to do when you're in college is go hang out with a bunch of high schoolers. You know, why not? Um we do get to see her friends again. She's great. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he sees, you know, Laura Dern's dad's like, hey, don't worry about it. Uh, we got this under control. Right. No big deal. Right. He sees the man in yellow show up. Uh, yes. And her dad even looks at him like, hey, don't. Di- don't <laughs> make hey, a scene. It's not, it's hey. not for you, <laughs> right? You weren't even supposed to. And I love it the whole time Laura Dern is very concerned. Like, just don't drag me into it. Don't tell. How else would he get all this information? And then mysteriously he's hanging out with his daughter. and do, like, I don't know. Because it is really funny how she's like, you didn't, uh, you didn't tell me it was me. Right? <laughs> he's like, no, 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 of course not. Her dad walks around the corner and she's like, ah, <laughs> we're still on for Friday, right? <laughs> dad, what's, what's the problem? <laughs> Everything's okay, Rick. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so they go to this party. She talks to her friends for half a second. Yeah. Their friends, her friends are so into this relationship. Yes, they, I want, they think he's a I want cutie a movie pie. about her friends and Dean Stockwell's life. That's <laughs> the movie the I want. want two see. different movies. Yeah. Right. They dance to a Julie Cruz song that you cannot dance to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they do. It is so slow, uh-huh. and and it's it's very strange. Yes, 
um, you know, as her music is. Do they kiss? Is this, do they kiss again? They kiss. Yeah. This is when they tell each other they that they love, love each that's other. That's right. Oh. Mm-hmm. When they're leaving, they're being tailed. And they're being rammed. Yeah. Like yeah, somebody's like, yeah, rear-ending them. And first, he's like, it's freaking Frank. It's that knucklehead. He's so dangerous. We have to get away from him. But no, it's Mike from the football and team. I I love it when she's like, oh, that's just right. Mike. <laughs> like he was smashing into your car. But even Kyle McLaughlin's like, oh, it's just yeah, Mike. It's- Let me just pull over. Let's get out of the it's- car. We'll talk it out. It'll be great. Mike doesn't have a mask that he sucks on and then becomes a lunatic who's got... Right. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I guess compared to what he's been through, yeah. what are a Let's couple talk of to like Mike. drunken right. high school mm-hmm. jocks. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but when they... And they pull... So they stop. All of this happens in front of Kyle's house, right? Because I guess... I guess Isabella Rossellini knows where he lives. I know she looked at his ID for two seconds. I mean, she takes a lot in. She takes I a guess. lot in. Maybe she kept the ID for all we know. She, or maybe Frank knew, because she was like left there maybe by I don't know. She's naked and I don't been know. beat up. No, if Frank knew, his mom and aunt would be like dead. Flayed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right? They yeah. would be choking on strands of blue velvet. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> They, uh, she's is. I raped your elderly aunt. <laughs> I fucked her. I fucked her. That's what he would say. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, oh man. So oh, so yeah. She, uh, she's there and she's naked, and this is enough to make weird Mike out. Right? They're like, oh man, sorry, awkward timing. We we are really sorry. We didn't mean that we were gonna. Because at first, when Mike gets there, he's like, oh, you stole my girl. I'm gonna kick your ass. And like you said, Kyle McLaughlin's literally like, really? I just had Frank like pounding oh, on my it's face. So like, funny. And Mike apologizes yeah. at least four times to him to the point where Kyle McLaughlin's like, listen. Man, it's okay. Yeah. Don't worry about it. But I thought it was funny because Mike isn't so apologetic at first. This naked Isabella Reedy like rises out of the bushes and wanders. And Mike goes, Was that your mom? Yeah, yeah first he's kind of a jerk and then he takes yeah. it back. And now yep. now they take it naked. They barely try to cover her up. They take don't. Isabella. What did they put on her in the car? They put like a washcloth yeah, on her. Like I don't, no. no, I think it's, it's just nothing. like part of what's her name sweater that she's like using to half cover her up. Part um, of her sweater. Uh, I'm not going to take this off. No, but exactly. You but can here. have like the part, you know, the hanging part. Exactly. They take her inside to to Laura Dern's house, and they have to yes. call the cops. And she gets taken away, basically, like in kind of like a not a straitjacket, but she's tied down to a gurney. Right, and and I also don't understand like. They're at Jeffrey's house. Why are you driving her all the way to Laura Dern's Because house? it's Laura Dern. You're right there. Because the detective, the father, that's the... They, the dad's not even there. He's out yeah, on Yeah, but they don't know that, I think. I think because he says, is yeah, your father right. home? And she's like, I don't know. And because when they come in the house, I think she's like, is dad home? And, and through this whole discussion with naked Isabella and... The, I don't know, it takes them forever to find, like, a trench coat or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, she stands there just naked, grasping on to... The whole time. And Jeffrey is put in a strange position yes, here. Where yes. she's, she's calling her, like, his, her secret lover yes. and stuff. And right in front of Laura, right in front of sad Laura Dern. So, this is when we get full Laura clown Dern. face Laura Dern, where she's just like, 
she can't believe it because they've just confessed their love to each yes. other, right? And now it's clear, and she's had her suspicions. You could see there were times that throughout the movie, Laura Dern would look suspiciously at him, like, "Why are you staring? Why are you watching her sing so long? Why are you going back over to her apartment?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now she is crazy, though. Even at some point, though, she tells about one of the points when when Isabella Rosalie is having sex or, or seducing. Um, Tom McLaughlin, she says, I'm not crazy. You know that, right? I'm not crazy. Even though clearly she's not all there, right? Right. Um, yeah. If somebody she, says, I'm not crazy, yeah. chances are they're Usually crazy. that means that they're not. Yeah. Um, right. She gets really sad, Laura Dern, because... There's a point, and I had to... I did not watch this with subtitles, but then I had to turn them on because Isabella Rossellini, when they finally cover her with a coat, she looks over at Laura Dern and she says... He put his disease inside me. And I was like, did she just say he put his penis inside <laughs> That's what I thought she like, said. Like, like, hey, guess what this dude did? <laughs> but she says disease? No, disease. And I I assume she's talking about Frank. I, I, don't, I don't really oh. know. But I had to go back and I had to see the words because I was like, is she just giving Laura Dern a bunch of shit for right And now, now does that mean that? Kyle has the disease, whatever disease I don't, this is. But I don't, I don't think it's a literal oh, disease. Oh, like a disease, like think he's it crazy. A, yeah, yes. gotcha. Okay, yeah. okay. I was like, wait, is she spreading STDs around this right. town now? <laughs> like, hey, sister, watch out. <laughs> exactly. Now you two have herpes. There's a cream for it, okay? I love this, and it was probably because I did have to rewind it to turn on the subtitles, but I just loved watching Kyle McLaughlin's uh-huh. face. Like, look over at Lord Dern, like... Mm. Yeah. yeah, he's like shit. All this kind of happened. Shit, like, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We might have <laughs> slept together a few times. Right. A few I mean, times. she's kinky, but right. You it's know? weird. But I Listen. love you. I don't love yeah, her. Sure. Yeah, I love you. I will make a list of what she and I did in case you're into right, it. Right. Just peruse it. Yeah. Just see what things you might be into or you might want to try. Right. Getting hit sounds bad. I get it. It sounds bad. But it really ups the sexual, I don't know. It enhances something, I guess. How will you know you're not into it unless we try it once or twice? That's what you got to tell her, right? That's that's how you put it out there. Then an ambulance from 1957 shows up. And they put her in it. And then it's like a weird smash cut to Laura Dern on the phone. Yeah. Forgiving him over the phone. Like, I guess he went to the hospital with her. Right. And then she's like, I forgive you. Don't worry. About it. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. I mean, listen, from what you told me, this might not be the weirdest thing that even happened to you yeah. today. <laughs> right. And listen, it's clear that this lady is a little bit cuckoo for cocoa puffs, right? <laughs> So yeah, she's a little bit nuts. Yeah. Maybe you didn't sleep with her. Maybe she was just lying, right? 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 right. I'm giving you hey. an out right yeah. now. Then after he's kind of forgiven, um, he's goes back to her apartment. Ooh. And this is this something. This is too. something. What what a what a thing to come on to. <laughs> yes. There's the man in the yellow coat, is that who's there and Dead? There's two dead men. And the one's got his yeah, mouth stuffed with blue velvet. I don't think he's dead. All the yet. way? He's not I, all the way he dead? Is, I don't know. He's standing up. Yeah. He's standing up long, and though. swaying. Yeah. And at one point, he like knocks over the lamp that's next to him when his radio goes off. But 
clearly like you can see part of his brain Ooh, yeah busting his out head like he's got an injury yeah <laughs> he's, he's for injured. sure yeah and then Isabella Rossellini's husband. Mm, yes, because he's only got the one ear. to a chair. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's dead because you see the hole in his head right. and like goo or brains are in the Goo. Kitchen. It's goo that comes out of your head it's when you're shot goo. in the head. It's just goo. It's just like <laughs> slime or something. I don't know. It's just some Whatever. Welch's grape jelly smacked on the wall. That's what comes out yep. of your head when you get shot. <laughs> just the goo. Um, and it's just so weird. Like it's so... And and the more disturbing thing about this is Isabella Rossellini, when, when she was naked in his front yard, she's like, oh, they did the horrible things. I'm like, oh, she was there for this, whatever this and is. And this looks like it was bad, whatever it was. It, yeah, and I don't... And it was you know, definitely can, signed by Frank, right? Right, yeah. We can infer what happened. I don't know if Frank found out that the man in yellow was a cop or that, you know, he it was his plan all the time that... That he was using this cop, yeah. and I don't know what's going on, but it's pretty gruesome. Yeah. But we find out because um, Kyle McLaughlin uses the police radio yes. to, call to call the detective's father. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to be like, "Hey, I'm at <laughs> I'm at her apartment. Right. There's all sorts of weird shit happening here." It cuts to the cops at Frank's apartment, and people are shooting at them, and they're shooting back. I guess this is Frank's gang members. I guess we are to believe right. that they are there. Right. Yeah. It's, but Frank is not there. Nope. Not yet. He's in disguise. <laughs> That's what he disguised. Yep. And then uh, he has his own radio walkie, right? And he's like, you asshole. Of course I've got my own. So he knows. Did you forget I had a radio? Kyle's up there. You, you didn't even turn yeah. your radio off. <laughs> you have a minute to live. He he knows he's in the bedroom, even though Kyle was smart and he ran, or Jeffrey was smart. He ran from the bedroom and he's hiding in his famous hiding spot, the closet. Um, there is, and you can kind of, you can barely hear it. I thought it was really funny. Frank does, as he's walking down the hall, go, I know where your cute little butt's hiding. <laughs> he does say cute little butt. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's right. As you said. It's a cute little It is butt. a cute little tush. It definitely is. If Frank's, does he have the mask? I feel like he hits the mask a few times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. He puffs mm-hmm. the mask and he gets ready to go <laughs> ape shit on Jeff. And then Jeff jumps out of the closet and shoots him right in the head. Shoots him right in the head. And we see like this rubber oh. <laughs> head explode. Yep. yep. Back and to the left. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, and then Lord shows up there. like right when this right, happens. Right, just just missed it by a minute. The timing. Yes, Lord uh-huh. and her father show up. Yep, her dad. And said. um, and wow, you're okay, Kyle. You're okay. Problem solved. Issue Mystery resolved. Mystery complete. And my God, this ending is bizarre. So weird. Very bizarre. Yeah. They. It's almost like a dream sequence. And yes, Lord Dern is. Washing dishes with Kyle McGla- with his aunt and his mother. With right? his aunt, and he's I, lo- watering the lawn like his father once he's did. He's just lounging. Remember, he's just oh, laying that's down right. that's outside, right. watching a mechanical bird in the tree. That's right, and it's totally a mechanical. First, I was like, "Wait a minute, are they just trying to animate that bird?" No, it's like an animatronic, like a 
Yeah. And this means something. Oh, yeah. I don't it's know really, what it well, means. because. It means something. No, I mean, the fact that it's a mechanical. Oh, that it's burn mechanical, yeah. Means something. I, I, I don't know, but. That it's not it real? To. I don't know. <laughs> right. This is done on purpose. You could get There's a real a message burn very here. Easily. There's a message yes. here. Yeah. Right. I don't know exactly what that is, but this movie, I think, is. is Got lots of different messages, societal messages and, you know, whatever. But then, yeah, uh, it's a strange world. It's a strange world. And if you were if you were worried or, or concerned or, or wondering, as I was, we actually do close on Isabella Rossellini and her son at the yes, park. Yes, don't She's worry. She's day. hugging him. She's so happy <laughs> to be back with day. him. We don't know, though, if this was when they started out. Or at the end. That's what I wondered. Ooh, I was like, oh, I wasn't is even this thinking that. Like, because, because before we see Isabella, we also get to see that same creepy fireman again waving, remember? And we see all the tall flowers and the same kind of images oh. that we saw in the beginning. And we see Isabella hugging her son. And in one way, you could look at it like, oh, happy ending even for her. She's reunited. But I thought, oh, is this how it all began? That she was at the park with her son and that's when they came and got her? You're right, because we did see that fire engine again. Mm -hmm. Wow. You just don't know. What a what a trippy Her son is wearing that stupid hat too. Yeah, the weird dunce hat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I miss my son. I look at this dunce cap anytime I miss him. Anytime I miss him. He hates me, though, now. Donnie, Donnie Jr. The end of Blue Velvet. What a strange, what a strange world. And I, you know, I gave my feelings. I like it. I don't think it's one of his best, but it was, it was very enjoyable to watch again after not having seen it for years and years. I don't know the last time I saw this, but you had never seen it before. Mm -mm. So you're thoughts i didn't not like it i didn't love it necessarily it wasn't like but i definitely liked a lot of aspects of it but it's pretty dark and it's pretty um yeah but i liked it i liked it okay yeah all right fair enough yeah i didn't love it but i liked it yeah no i can can see there were parts of it that i was like oh that's cool how that and that and right very worth watching um would recommend it with caution like i said under the right you know, don't watch it with your parents or anything like that. You might be a little embarrassed. No, I'm yeah, just this is not just the movie to be like. Oh, I'll, I'll try this. It's out. not a lighthearted, you know, I, right? Yeah, yeah, like oh, you know what? I recently watched the uh, latest Avengers movie. Maybe I'll follow it up with some Blue Velvet. That's probably not going to be your bad. But it is. You're... It is. It was good. It was good. What yeah. are your recommendations? Right. Where did you well, did you say in the morning? I have I have one recommendation, okay. and I'm only recommending it because it's another weird movie. And also, I may have recommended it before. Oh, okay. Did I recommend a movie called Woodshock? before does that sound familiar what give me the all right okay well so it's a recent movie it's from 2017 i don't think so i'll give you the plot of this movie and then because the plot's very simple um kirsten dunst uh plays a woman who works at like a like a head shop or a uh dispensary okay and she has like i don't know if she developed it or if she just found it like uh a very hallucinogenic strain of marijuana. Okay. That's the plot of the movie. Like, okay. That's it. Like, it is a... Here, here's the thing that I'll say about this movie. I fell asleep okay. <laughs> while watching okay. it. And then I woke up and I rewound because I was like, oh, I missed like 10 minutes. 
And I was so on board that I was like, how did I fall asleep? First of all, nothing happens in the movie. Like if you want to watch a movie where Kirsten Dunst wanders around her kitchen, like looking for her keys for 10 minutes, this is that, that movie. sounds entertaining okay. to you. It is a it's a movie that's directed by these two sisters who are fashion designers. Oh. The movie is it the looks, Olsen twins? No, it's not <laughs> the Olsen twins. I put their names the Malevi, Malevi, something. Okay. Um, the movie looks amazing. Okay. Like it is an amazing looking movie, and the things they do with weird filters and colors, and because it's a like psychedelic trippy, right? movie, it's very trippy. Okay. Nothing really happens in the movie at okay. all. It's just kind of like. Kirsten Dunst floating through her life. Okay. Um, there's kind of a plot. It's not even worth it. But it is, it's a movie that if you just like, I'm not going to say maybe like smoke a joint or have a half an edible and you just want something in the background. But this but will it, do it the really, trick. Yeah. It really is a movie that if you just like, you, it's something that you can wash over you. Okay. It is. I don't. I don't know. I mean, that is a very qualified recommendation because I fell asleep while yeah, watching it. Yeah, you stated it. that. Yeah, but then you said you but, woke up and were sad right. that you would do that. So I woke up and I was like, "This is a beautiful movie." So I don't know. Nobody's ever heard of it. Nobody saw it. So watch it. It's All on right. Amazon Prime. Check it out. Fair enough. I like it. Okay. Yeah. What about you? I'm going to go with three recommendations, but this is Whoa. why. Wait, this is why. So if I had to take the actors, like Kyle MacLachlan, if you've ever seen him in the episodes of Portlandia that he's in, where he plays the mayor of Portland, okay, yes, he's phenomenal in it. And I know sure. he's been in other things, but it's just fun to see him in that. And Laura Dern, did you ever see the HBO series Enlightened? It was on from no. like 2011 to 2013. It's really nope. good. It's about a woman in okay. her 40s who has like a mental breakdown and she okay. is like goes on to the spiritual path to kind of figure out who she is. Luke Wilson's in it and it's, it's, she's phenomenal in it or she's really good at it. Um, so those are the two actors, my recommendations off of them. Then my recommendation for like style of movie or what this movie Mm -hmm. reminded me of the movie. I smile back. Um, it's 2000, I think 15, maybe yeah, I think 2015. It's with Sarah okay. Silverman, and she plays a very dramatic role. She does a oh. she does a great job. The movie yeah. itself, it's I mean, it's not as like trippy and stuff as uh, uh-huh. Blue Velvet, but um, she plays this mom and this wife who's like addicted to painkillers. So it's really sad, and she she's her performance is really good. But there's a lot of disturbing things that she does. Because she's on these painkillers and because she's um, – and it made me as uncomfortable as parts of Blue Velvet did. Oh, okay. So um, right. it's got – the movie itself has got some cheesy parts and it could have been better written. But Sarah Silverman does a great job at, for okay. in a very dramatic role. Um, huh. uh, so I think it's kind of worth – it's disturbing though. It's disturbing. Right. It's called I Smile Back. Um, okay. And so that would be my actual movie recommendation. The other Four two are shows. Recommendations. Yeah, everybody. get it right. This is what Blue Velvet will do. Yeah, All right. So before we say what movie we're going to do next time, yep. I just want to remind people to go to our Patreon page. Yes. Patreon. Wait, oof, man. Patreon.com. Okay. Slash Good Times Great Movies because shortly, June first, Jamie, we're putting up a new episode. 
on our Patreon. New for the patrons. Where we're going to talk about the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Ooh. Our first Arnold movie, Commando. Commando. With Alyssa Milano, right? A very With young Alyssa Milano. Very young Alyssa Milano. Uh-huh. <laughs> playing Arnold's daughter because, of course, yeah. it makes sense. Right? You know, they look so much alike. Yeah. They have similar accents. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I think, I don't know, I, I I haven't seen it in so long. I loved it as a kid. I did. I I'm watched looking it a forward lot. to watching a goofy, just stupid action movie. And that is, that will be up for just patrons. Just for you patrons. Just for you patrons mm-hmm. on June 1st. So yeah. if you're interested in looking back at our old episodes or seeing what we have there, um, go over. Check it out. It's fun. Two weeks, Two weeks. from now. Mm-hmm. We celebrate our four-year anniversary. Four the years. End of four years of wow. doing this. Yes. So we decided to do something very different. Um, yeah. As in the past, we had our listeners vote on the movie, but they voted from a collection <laughs> of documentaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, we weren't. We weren't that close to watching a 40-minute documentary on garlic, oh, but I was man, very I was excited. Hoping. When I saw that, I was, I was like, I do love garlic. I, mean, I was like, 40 minutes? Okay, let's do it. Garlic? I watched the trailer for it. I was <laughs> enthralled. I, watched. I was like, so yeah, I got to know. I'm, I got to know. <laughs> yes. We're not doing it because it came in last, but I'm totally watching I'll it. I'll do it, too. I'll I'm watch it. Definitely Maybe it'll be a patron it. episode. Oh my God! Yeah. We should. Like yes. our okay. choice Patrons. out of the documentaries was dead last, but we still right. did it because it's our fucking yeah. show. Damn it! <laughs> God damn it! We'll ask you to we vote, gotta, but we're still going to just do what rig we want. this poll. We trusted you, and you did not pick the garlic movie. <laughs> so the other two were very, very close. Um, <clears throat> so close that it ended up being a single vote Yowzas. that swayed one. So we're going to do the hair metal band documentary, Decline of Western Civilization Part 2. All right. We're coming for you. Yes. A documentary on big hair metal. I don't know. I've never seen it. I've seen the first one. The first one's on, um, you know, sort of like the punk scene okay uh this one just because of the bands it is it's something a listener of ours michael has been trying to get us to do for so long because he's like he's told me several times just through you know facebook or whatever he's like it's so goofy it's so silly these bands are ridiculous you have to do it all right so this one's as a favor i was like i'll throw this into the mix yeah and it almost didn't win but it did yes excellent so we will do that in two weeks' time. Coming at you. Thanks for sticking around. Yeah, everybody. thank you. Blue thank you for listening. Velvet. I feel like you thank our listeners. I don't know if I ever thank people for listening, but thank you so much. I for appreciate listening. it. You're just, you appreciate it too. You're a silent appreciator. Of course I, of course I appreciate yeah. it. We, yeah. This is why we do this. We do this for you people. And I'm so glad the people enjoy it. I mean, I enjoy it. Now go watch, go stick some velvet in your mouth and go (laughs) velvet in your mouth, breathe in whatever gas you got around. It doesn't really matter. Put a gas mask on and get fucking angry. Yeah. I would, I would, I would huff several things until you find one that makes you angry and then you got it. That's it. You figured it out. Gasoline, 
Possibly. Maybe. Don't know. I'm not sure. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, find us on the things. Find us on the Twitter on and the, the Facebook and the, and the Instagram. Sure. It's either it's either Good Times Great Movies or GTGM Cast. That's how Type it those in. You can find us. There you go. All right. Be everybody, savvy. we will see you in two weeks' time. Watch Decline of Western Civilization Part 2. Watch that garlic documentary, too. Yeah. I do think we have to do that at some sort of <laughs> Patreon time. Everybody, right. we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Goodbye. A candy-colored clown they call the Sandman Tiptoes to my room every night Just to sprinkle stardust and to whisper Go to sleep, everything is all right I close my eyes Then I drift away Creepy sex. Yeah, that's Actually, what I heard when I words. put it on. Okay. Listen, I'm just I'm just recommending movies while you're gone because we don't have to do that at the end. No, what? Oh, did you? No, we will. Oh, <laughs> we will. I was like, well, I can't miss it. So thank you for listening, everyone. And please visit uh, 25thframemedia.com. Go over there. Check out a list of shows that are on the network along with us. Uh, today, I'd like to highlight a show that we have no business being on the same network with uh, this caliber of show. And it is called Magnificent Obsession. And it is hosted by the lovely, the wonderful, the super intelligent Alicia Malone. Uh, some of you may know Alicia Malone. She is a host on TCM. And her podcast is interviews with, I'm going to say, industry insiders. Um her latest interview is with Jesse and Leonard Malton. Uh, she also recently interviewed uh, Eddie Muller. And I, I really look forward to her episodes. It's a wonderful insight into uh, the business of filmmaking, uh, film critique, most of it behind the uh, camera. Um, it, it it doesn't just deal with older films. I think that that's sort of what she does tend to focus on uh, day-to-day, of course, being a host at TCM. Um, but it is fascinating. She is a wonderful host if you are looking for more, I guess, Australian accents in your life as well. It's a great listen. The shows are roughly a half hour as well. So it's it's – I don't want to say it's not a deep dive interview, um, but it's digestible. So head over. Uh, subscribe to uh, the 25th frame 
master feed. You will get our show. You will get every other show on the network will just automatically pop up. It's an easy way to get our show, definitely. And it's an easy way to become exposed to uh, shows that you may not have found otherwise. And if there's a show you don't like, when it pops up, you just delete it. The end. But I guarantee you, you will like way more shows than you dislike. I don't know if that's a selling point. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we will talk to you again in a couple of weeks with our fourth anniversary show. Okay, thanks. Bye.